is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This is The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 the zone it's time to uh talk a little college football with one of the best let's get out to the smart lorraine special guest line it's no mystery utah's in an extreme drought that's why smart rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation find out more at smartrain.net. of course he makes the magic happen for cbs sports he's dennis dodd with us here on the big show hi dennis thanks for a few minutes how are you good how are you Hey, we're doing great. I mean, uh, talk about uh, a lot to talk to you about with college football going on, but uh, let's start right out of the gate. Your your take on BYU snapping the streak and getting a win over Utah for the first time in 12 years. Yeah, very convincing, very physical. Um, there's obviously more there from last year lingering on than a lot of people thought. 13 out of the last 14 now. Um, and I actually think, I mean, I watched the game, I actually think BYU got some added momentum out of being, you know, the announcement for the Big 12. I can't prove that, but I mean, you could add, you could kind of sense it in the stands. I mean, it was just something, something different. Obviously, it's a big rivalry game with Utah, but I thought I thought that helped. So, what did you think about uh, BYU being invited to the Big 12? Obviously, you wrote a lot about that, uh, and the other teams added in, and the the welfare of the Big 12 overall. Yeah, it's. It was uh, the biggest piece. BYU is the biggest piece of those three. Um, I think the the fan following has been well documented. Um, the TV appeal has been documented. Uh, BYU is a brand name. You know, back when they won um, the national championship in 84, nobody talked about the group of five or, or the power five. The WAC was, you know, the WAC was a pretty good conference. It was still a surprise that they were the last one standing at the end of the season. But I think they proved that season that they were going to be a program that was going to dedicate resources to football for the nation to see. And, and that's what's held on um, through this period of independence. And now they've held on long enough to grab the brass ring if, you know, if you believe that the Big 12 is going to retain Power 5 status, and I, I kind of think they are. So with that in mind, then, how valuable is this new league? No doubt without Texas and Oklahoma, they'll take a bit of a haircut, but adding these teams, how much of a financial victory is this for BYU? Well, not knowing exactly what BYU makes. I mean, I, I've only seen estimates off that contract with ESPN. Uh, and I don't, you know, because it is, you know, we can't get to their records. It's a private school. Uh, I have to think it's going to be a, a monetary advantage for them. You know, I've kind of, kind of, kind of settled in um, with these twelve schools, kind of a 12, twenty to twenty-five million dollar range and what it's worth. But I talked to a, a consultant Saturday in the press box at Ohio State, and he said he thinks it's going to be worth a lot more than that. Um, Especially now, uh, BYU can't get to it, but those eight remaining Big 12 schools are making $37 million on average per year from Fox and ESPN and the NCAA tournament and bowl distribution. But all those contracts are, are back backloaded um, because that's the way the networks want to do business. That's how they want to do accounting. So there may be more to this than uh, 
for BYU and those other three schools when they get in. Now, for the Big 12, it's going to take some belt tightening. You know, again, they're, they're used to getting $37, $40 million per year in revenue to run their athletic department. Uh, that's going to be the interesting thing. You know, can, I, can an Iowa State keep a Matt Campbell? You know, can they go after some of the top coaches in the country when there's an opening? Well, that remains to be seen. Any chance that the uh, those remaining eight teams in the Big 12, any of them could be cherry-picked to other leagues, or do you think that's uh, overblown? I, I don't think so now. I mean, I think that's why you saw the Big 12 move. Um, you had the alliance with the Pac-12, Big 10, and ACC, and they're kind of doing business on their own. Um, you had the Pac-12 say, we're not going to expand. And I think for all intents and purposes, the, the SEC's done. And then you get back to the, you know, to the reality that those eight schools aren't don't bring any value really to uh, any other uh, um, Power Five conference. So that leaves them out on an island. So when those two things happened, they had to make a move, and they, they did a great job. They moved quickly. I mean, that Friday announcement it was quick. They got them in. You know, the only question is when they start BYU in 2023. Than the other three, maybe maybe as early as that. So, and as I wrote Friday, they may not be done. Um, the Big Twelve is, is, you know, is at least vetting other schools. They may want to go bigger. They may want to go to sixteen and um, uh, Memphis and Boise have been mentioned most prominently. What do you think about USC moving on from Clay Helton and the the timing of this all? Yeah, I mean that's the only problem I had with it. The timing, if if they were so dissatisfied with him after two games, why didn't you do this in the off season and start over? You know, it took, it took another bad, you know, game against Stanford to open some eyes at USC. They, they could have saved a lot of time and worry. And if I'm a USC player right now, I got some serious questions about, you know, the administration tanking on this season, you know, they'll say no, but there's an interim coach and the biggest football news out of USC right now is hiring a new head coach going forward. So, um, and they'll get somebody good. I, I think. I mean, this is really on the new, or not not new, but the athletic director Mike Bone, who used to be at Colorado in Cincinnati, and the president Carol Foltz, who used to be at North Carolina. They need to emphasize football, which is not something the Pac-12 schools do all the time. And that's you know that's why they're in this situation where they haven't been in the CFP for five years and have won a national championship since 2004. You said you were at that Ohio State Oregon game. Uh, what'd you what you make of the way that thing uh, turned out? I thought Oregon. The, there were two two storylines. Oregon established itself, its physicality in the shoe, which is I think something a lot of us never thought we'd see, especially offensively. And then played a really good, gutty tactical game on defense with I think three starters out and then five other five players total in the two deep. They ended up missing and, and held on defensively. Um, and then Ohio State's defense, which has some profound problems. They uh, Two years ago, under Jeff Hathley, the defensive coordinator, they led the country 4.19 yards per snap defensively. So far this year, it's 6.19, two more yards per snap. And in the last, oh, what is it, the last three games total, Ohio State's given up 1,534 yards. That's more yards than J.K. Dobbins, their star tailback, had rushing alone in uh, in 2017. And that's just in the last three games. 
Arizona State will be in town to take on BYU this weekend, and of course Utah plays them later on this season. But want to ask you how that whole situation with the investigation, how that will eventually play out. And Herm Edwards was pretty definitive. Pac-12 Media Day wasn't going to affect this season. He was not going to let it affect what's happening on the field. Second part of the question is: Is that even possible? Yeah, I mean that's only within the that locker room to answer that question. Um, it looks like they're being proactive by putting those three assistants on administrative leave as a show of good faith to the NCAA that they've self-penalized, maybe, if you want to call it that. But I, I think that's not enough. Given given what we've read and what's been chronicled pretty well in that dossier, these aren't allegations. Somebody's seen, you know, has, has video and pictures and, um, you know, testimony from people inside that program who have seen uh, players brought up the back stairs to meet Herm Edwards in his office in the middle of COVID. So there's there's an NCAA rules violation. And there's really a health and ethical violation there if all this is true. Um, and I think that's what really bothers everybody in the game, that not everybody was doing this. It looks like Tennessee was. It looks like Arizona State was. But everybody at least was trying to abide by the health health standards during that time. So, you know, will it affect them? I don't know. I mean, they could they could make a statement by self-imposing a bowl ban this year, but I think there's too much at stake. And they'll try to kick the can down the road. And if these, these allegations are true, then there's going to be a bowl ban. There are going to be scholarships. And how that affects Herm Edwards, you know, and, and Ray Anderson, the AD, I don't know. Circling back on uh, SC's coaching search, who do you think are the top three candidates? Um, I think it's Luke Fickles to turn down. Uh, Mike Bone hired him at Cincinnati, and he has developed the best group of five, group of five program to date. Uh, they finished eighth in the country last year, been to a couple uh, New Year's Six Bowls, uh, played Georgia to their knees. I think USC really wants to take a look at Mario Cristobal, if they can pry him loose from, from Oregon. And the third name is James Franklin at Penn State, who recruits well. Um, is really good in every phase of the game. Has taken Penn State to a Rose Bowl, won a Big Ten, um, and and plays in the second toughest division in college football in any given year, the Big Ten East. So I think those those are the three names to me to watch. So if we get crazy here and and project, if BYU were to what would BYU have to do now? Utah's one of the best teams on the schedule. And if they get past Arizona State, what does that mean for their future this year? Uh, do they have a shot at shocking the world? Or is that just not going to happen no matter what they do? It, I think it looks a lot like the schedule did last year where there's too many holes in the schedule, despite what you just mentioned, to measure up against you know, whoever the four are going to be. You can almost pencil in Alabama and Georgia right now. Um, there's never been a school in the history of the CFP to get in with two losses. So I would advise BYU to go undefeated and, and take its chances. You know, Notre Dame's even iffy at that point, um, as we've seen two of the last three years. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not thinking about – that's not what – leaps to the top of mind right now. BYU is a playoff <laughs> team, but I could be wrong. Dennis, thank you very much for jumping on the show as always. We appreciate your time. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Dennis Dodd uh, writes for CBSSports.com, color, uh, covers college football, uh, wrote extensively about what you asked him about with UFC, USC, uh, possible candidates to to jump in there and replace him. Uh, 
is going to be fickle. Did you see him give the Drove no comment him. comment today? <laughs> no, no, really. Yeah. So if that is in fact the case, then can that program continue on uh, doing what it's been doing? That That's the tricky thing about some of these teams that probably deserve a lot of credit, but they can they sustain it after the head coach is gone? I, I don't know the answer. Well, I think it, they're they're going to be done with this, do we keep the interim guy thing. I think, at least it seems that way to me, that they're going to look outward for their next coach, which I think is the smart thing to do. Looking internally at USC, you know, even going back to replacing Pete Carroll, you know, where they went with Lane Kiffin, they went with somebody inside, right? And I get that temptation coming off of a run like Pete Carroll made. You want to keep it going. You know, Utah did that with Urban uh, Meyer. When Urban left, they promoted Coach Witt, who, of course, was the defensive coordinator, you know, wanting to keep the momentum of the program going. It worked in Utah's case. In, in USC, it has not for a variety of reasons, not always, you know, nuts and bolts football, right? Well, my original question had to do with Cincinnati. And if they lose Luke Fickle, will they be able to sustain the success that they've Oh, had? I apologize. Yeah, well, yeah. it depends on who they replace him with, right? Yeah. I, I just that, – that's the question well, they're, they're, that comes to mind with a program that, um, you know, has done really well of late. But there are still some questions by some people. Well, why why are they winning? And this, this gets into something you and I touched on a little bit yesterday. Is it strictly because their coach is some sort of master of football, uh, uh, you know, planning and such? Or Sometimes are there, it is. Or, right. Or are there other things that has contributed to the success therein? Like Boise State has done an incredible job re- replacing coach after coach. Yeah, that's true. And so, yeah, some of those coaches probably knew what they were doing. But there's also something going on at Boise that they have figured out that gives them an edge given their circumstance. Right, Dan Hawkins has the edge at Boise State, goes to Colorado, and good heavens, could that have gone any worse? Yeah, it could not. So why is Cincinnati winning? Is it simply because their coach is some sort of savant, or are there other things going on? And we don't know. I mean, we're not close enough to that program to really, you know. Like, what made it work for Coach Mack and what made it work for for Urban Meyer at Utah, I think Coach Witt kind of put those together to form his own philosophy, which has obviously worked. Bronco did it a different way than Kalani. So is it because they figured something out or are they maximizing different advantages? Are they doing things more similarly than I'm giving them credit for? I mean, I, it's a fascinating conversation, but rarely is it because the coach is some sort of just genius. Well, even though Ohio State lost to Oregon this last weekend, uh, it seems like that success has been sustained. Well, know? we'll see because Urban hadn't been gone that long. Yeah. But but Urban himself is figuring out that harsh lesson when I don't have the best players. I <laughs> how's that going to go? I don't automatically have the best players in the game. Well, geez, how 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 am I going to how am I going to figure out how to do this? It's it's really the $64,000 question when it comes to programs around the country who want to have and continue to have a successful football program. Uh it's I don't know where you draw the line as far as percentages go. Well, how much, how much falls on the head coach and hiring the right guy, and how much falls into the category of having 
enough money to pay the players that you're recruiting. Oh, look at you. Now legal. I'd say 90% of it is recruiting. I'm trying to think of boosters in programs and how what they what happens to the money that they contribute, and what does that make the program uh, have advantages that other programs don't? What do you mean? Well, I mean the whole relationship between uh, opportunity created by dollars within the program, not necessarily paying the players, but within the program itself. I mean, we've seen what Phil Knight's influence on the Oregon football program has been. Well, resources. But Resor- some schools re- have resources, and it, it doesn't really matter. Well, some schools aren't doing, are making the right decisions <laughs> with those resources. I'll be that gone. Right. That's why it's important to how all that runs. It, it, it's why it's important to have a well-run athletic department. It's why I think uh, the good doctor, Chris Hill, was smart when, when Utah first got into the Pac-12, because I'm sure it was really tempting knowing that there were some big paychecks coming down the, the pike to spend like a drunken sailor. He didn't do that. He made investments in the athletic department. He prioritized certain things, but he didn't all of a sudden go crazy, Right. I mean, UCLA and Cal have already spent every dollar they're going to make before <laughs> until like 2030 or something crazy. Well, this is one of the reasons why I think Utah and BYU have uh, deserve credit for making a lot of what they have. I agree. And have both schools, it seems, have found good ways to play their advantages. You, you and I have heard uh, some of, uh, of Coach Witt's uh, philosophies off the field and some of uh, the, the way he recruits and does things like that. And he's found a way to really make it work at, at Utah. Although, remember, a couple of years ago, the uh, recruiting dollars came out and Utah had spent the most yeah. of all the schools in the Pac-12. It's a pretty good place recruiting. to prioritize that dollar. Because so it's that's not how as though you... they're, they're on the street uh, with a cup out trying True. to— True. But know. talking Southern California young people into coming to Salt Lake City is not easy. Or Texas young people into coming to Salt Lake City is not easy. Don't they like the mountains? It's just different. I And that's no knock on Salt Lake City. Talking them into going, I don't know, going to Boise or going to school towns in the south, recruiting to Fayetteville. You know, I mean, it, a lot of times it, it requires young people to go way outside of their comfort zone and have a little faith. Well, all and, I can tell you, if I'm a, a high school football star and Utah shows up on my doorstep recruiting me and I find out that Utah is the happiest state in the country— and I want to go where people are happy. Is that true? Yeah. Utah's the happiest state in the country? That's what I read today. Number Who one. Who wrote that? Travel Utah? No. They didn't ask me. Number one. Google it. Number one happiest state what's in the, the country uh, is Utah. What's the criteria? I've always Googled. Beats the heck out of me. <laughs> Let's see. Because we also use the, the most per capita antidepressant drugs. <laughs> Okay. Here we go. Wallet Hub. Wallet Hub. What are they based it on? That's also Amazon purchases. We buy the most stuff here. Whatever. We don't need to read this live on the well, yeah, well, yeah, We should. I mean, it's, it's not good news for Utah. Let's see. Happiest state. Utah ranked happiest state in America. I'm reading this from, uh, where is this from? Fox 13. 
says, with all due respect to the Partridge family, Utah couldn't get any happier, at least according to a new study that ranks the state the happiest in America. Of all the 50 U.S. states, Wallet Hub says Utah has the biggest smile on its collective face. Last year, in the middle of the pandemic, Utah ranked second behind Hawaii, and this year they finished first. Uh, Utah ranked number one in the number of work hours, volunteer rate, sports participation, and divorce rate categories, and was top 10 in a number of others. Yeah. How about that, Utah? Big old smile on your face. Are you happy? I'm always happy. Austin, are you happy? Smile! Yeah. I'm happy. We're all happy. The big show's happy. Utah's happy. We're all damn happy. So he is. So Kyle Whittingham goes into a living room and says, hey, come to the happiest place on earth. I thought that was Disney. No, it's here. Because I'm sure the our divorce rate matters a lot to a 17-year-old <laughs> person from San Clemente High School. <laughs> oh, what's that you say about your divorce rate? Uh, okay, well, I wasn't convinced before. but here I was going to Ohio State, <laughs> yeah. but hey. They not care about volunteer hours? They not care about... Nope. Uh, Emotional well-being? No, well, actually, they rank ninth in that category. Uh, let's see. Community and environment first. Work environment first. So you're out there on the practice field. You're on the happiest practice field in America. Well, you know what? I uh, I bet you why Utah dropped a little bit in emotional well-being. There's probably a lot of guys out there dealing with ED. That's ah. tough on your emotional well-being. Well, not That's if they call difficult. Andrew. Uh, let's talk to our friend Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Uh, do something for your emotional well-being, Andrew. Yes. In fact, uh, there's a couple studies now that say a man with erectile dysfunction, uh, couples actually with ED, experience more depression and anxiety. Uh, That's not a good thing. And then the opposite is true, in my opinion. You know, when things work in the bedroom, they tend to kind of fall into place outside of the bedroom or happier. That is what we'd like to think we do at Wasatch Medical is improve relationships with a science-backed and clinically proven technology. This acoustic wave therapy has helped so many guys. Most ED is caused by damaged blood vessels. Our treatments repair those blood vessels, open them up, improve the circulation, and can turn back the clock in the bedroom. We've seen a lot of guys get off the pill and restore the normal function. Turn back the clock's a good way to put it, right? You know, get back to that spontaneity. Yeah, absolutely. Guys in their 50s have told us, I'm functioning like in my 30s. And guys in their 70s have gotten back to function like in their 50s. They're doing it without the pill. Uh, even if you're out there and you don't have erectile dysfunction, but maybe the frequency isn't what it used to be. And you're noticing that it just isn't quite uh, you know, the function that you used to have. We've helped a lot of guys just like that. 801-901-8000. That is the number to call. Get on the schedule. Get in and see the doctor, and you're doing a lot for free right now. There's a lot for free. It's the initial screening, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound. And today only, it's Tuesday, uh, the tune-up treatments are included. This is cool. If you notice that results fade into the future, we will retreat you for free. Uh, and that offer is good today only. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Get on it. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. That's Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. All brand new.
Time to talk football with Nick Ford, the University of Utah offensive lineman. Curious how you are after the loss to BYU, and I'm wondering how much that wrecked your whole weekend, so to speak. You know, you can say it was a grain of salt. There's a lot of things on film that was good. There's a lot of things on film that were bad. There's a lot of things that people on the outside don't understand that people on the inside do understand and give credit where it's due. And, you know, it's on to the next week. Can't croak. Nobody feels sorry for us. It's a disappointment and definitely going to improve from that. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Cougar at 30 update. Here is Lorenzo Fawatea on carrying momentum from Utah to Arizona State. I think it's just the same mindset that we did going into Utah, transfers over to this week. We emphasize that we're taking it week by week and one game at a time and that as long as we do like our small and simple things as the team and individually, I think our sharpness and our focus will be the exact same or even increased for this week's game. I think for us upperclassmen as well, we just echo off of what Kalani says and what Kalani gives us is what we echo off to the team and from there on, our whole system is working and flowing right. This update brought to you by Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Whether it's the classic Rickster, Killer, Handsome Rob, Pastrami, Fajita, or Killer Breakfast Burritos. Oh, and don't forget the best shoestring fries out there. Marley's Gourmet Sliders will satisfy any hunger. Just off I-15 inside Timpanogos, Harley-Davidson. That's Marley's. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Zone is giving away tickets to every Utah, BYU, Utah State, and Weber State home game all season long. Listen for your chance to win tickets to see the teams you're passionate about right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports it's hard for me to say I'm sorry. This one goes out to Kyle, little Chicago. Uh, it's you know, apology songs. Or it, songs about you being wrong. Is it hard for you to say I'm sorry? No, but I make a lot of mistakes. You know? So I'm you got sure. used to saying it? Yeah. Got a lot to apologize for. <laughs> so you keep your uh, apology sharp that way. I try to. That's true. Um, Gordon, we didn't get to this yesterday. I mean, yesterday was a really busy Monday story. But uh, I did see this, and I wanted to bring it up with you uh, because I, I, I feel like um, you might take this an interesting way. Anyway, okay. As you see the player uh, that proposed to his girlfriend on the field, he's a Florida State player, proposed to his girlfriend on the field after his team just lost to Jacksonville State. Yeah, that... Uh, and she said yes, by the way. Timing is important, you know, to be able to really relish the moment. And after a loss... 
You know, th- this, this strikes me as being a situation where it was pre-planned and there was no turning back. But as you know so well, there was there is such a thing as turning back. <laughs> I do know that. Yeah. You experienced I did, that I did, one I yourself. I did make my plan and then delayed it for 24 uh, hours. Maybe maybe even save it for, like, I'm sure he, if family and stuff were there, they were going to dinner after or something. I don't know if he wanted to do it in front of his entire family. But he's doing it in front of an entire stadium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, a plan gone awry. Maybe. But she did say yes. And I guess um, he did pick the Jacksonville State game thinking, like, oh, that's going <laughs> to no be a way W. They're, gonna lose. <laughs> they're not going to lose that game. But he still went through with it. And the, the pictures are kind of funny because it's just all these dejected people around him. <laughs> <laughs> people are booing. <laughs> He's proposing. You know, would uh, what, who's our, our guy from Boise State? Oh, uh, yeah. Ian um, Johnson. What, he was the one who proposed at to the, the cheerleader to yeah. the, the Fiesta Bowl, right? If, if they would have lost, would he have still done it? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I, what I disliked about that moment is that Chris Myers, the sideline guy, Blew the surprise. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. He's like, uh, well, it looks, by the way, uh, Ian has a question to ask you, young lady. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> the element How, of surprise, Chris. How do you like to have your proposal broadcast? I mean, think about it. where Where were you when you said, you wanna? will you marry me? Uh, and you had Chris Myers standing between the two of you? Well, that, but that's cool. If you're in, you know, if you like, if you like being the spotlight or whatever, that's a great moment. But Chris should have let him ask the question. Yeah. He didn't need to Cyrano de Bergiac in his ear. <laughs> Will you marry me? <laughs> but, but this 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 plan, it was totally what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. But he you, thought we're gonna beat their rear end down. They're jack. They're nothing. We're Florida State. It'll be just icing on the on the cake here. And instead, he's like, well, everyone's here. I got to go through with it now. Got to do it. I still think he could have called an audible. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if things aren't right, they're not right. I, I, you know, I, I made a, a crack of, uh, about Gordon and his story earlier. But, hey, it wasn't right. So he called an audible. And, no, and, it was uh, right. And you decided I, I the, parking, out. the parking lot was a better, <laughs> better place <laughs> to I do it. I chickened out. I can't believe I did that. Home to Depot, where dreams are born. To this day, I'm mad at myself for doing it that So way. beautiful really mountain am. setting pass. but Had the ring in my pocket. Groceries, it was right there. The grocery store parking lot. Now's the time. In my pocket, ready to, all I had, to, I had my hand around it, and it was right there. And I didn't do it. What? what? And, and you know, I did it the next day, but the next night. But it was like uh, it couldn't have been any more perfect. And I and I knew I was going to do it, but I double clutched. What? What kind of parking lot was it? It was Home Depot. No, it wasn't Home Depot. Oh, it wasn't. Building your dreams, one proposal at a time. It was a very large parking lot. <laughs> I know, but what? What? Arby's? No. Was it a church? <laughs> no. No. Was it a steak center parking no, lot? No, it wasn't. What kind of parking lot uh, was it? I, I don't want to get into the details. What the? Come where on. were you? No. Yeah, where were you? <laughs> Why wouldn't you tell us? <laughs> was it the Blue Boutique? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that got me in the mood. Was it someplace in Wendover? <laughs> no. No, it was just... It, it, I should have stayed on plan. You know, you, you, no, you no, criticize no, those coaches that write down know. the first 40 plays they're going to call in a game, and that, that's what I should have done. It's got to be somewhere so crazy. It's got to be It's got to be bad. Otherwise, you'd be yeah. like, yeah, that was at the church party. Was it a gun store? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it wasn't a shotgun wedding. 
No. Uh, a police office? No. Was no. she bailing you out? Was it a was a it? tattoo no. parlor? No, 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 no. It, it doesn't matter. A pawn shop why, where you it, bought it was the just ring. A freaking parking lot. And I, and I, uh, so why would you? Why would you be so protective over this? A landfill it's just, because it's a very private moment. You know, a funeral home, <laughs> a parking lot. Yeah, Amazing Grace was in the background. Anyway. It's got to be outrageous. It has to have like something we can't possibly right. dream of. A rest home? It's, look, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> there are many, theater, there are many things I volunteer man. on this show. I'm not telling you that. What a weird thing to hold on to. Well, yeah, what I a know, weird but thing it's to a, hold it's back. A, it's a <laughs> uh, now an, an just, inpatient surgery waiting room. No. <laughs> now I just really want to know. Was it the hospital and you hurt yourself? No. The temple. No. No, wasn't that. The Temple it, of it Doom. <laughs> was it? Was it like the park and ride? Like the, <laughs> one of the like diamond you, parking? Yeah. Was it no. a parking? That kind of parking lot? No. no. The parking jet. But see, why he wouldn't hold that back though? <laughs> it was a water park. No. No. no a park no, no. park. No. A drugstore. No. 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 <laughs> no. No. That. None of that. But it was. It was still a really nice a moment. School? It was, uh, we'd gone on a long walk, and uh, that's, that's uh, it just, it just wasn't where it should have been. But, uh, but it was really good, and I was real excited about it, and so was she. I know you're, you're dying to move on. Sturgis? I just, I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> what parking lot would you be ashamed of? Right. I'm not ashamed of it. Clearly. It's just, it's just private. No, it's not. It's a public parking well, lot. Uh, yes. That now we just have to know. Because if it was just some random parking lot, you'd be like, oh, you know, uh, Skaggs Alpha Beta or something like that. <laughs> uh, fond memory. Albertsons. It's not quite as good as it should have been. I should have stuck to the plan. Grocery outlet. No. J.C. Penny. <laughs> the liquor store. No. There. <laughs> was it the no. liquor store? No. The DMV. No. Just bought some cheap champagne and proposed in the liquor store parking lot? In line at the border. If Lisa's listening right now, I don't know if she is, but she's probably just laughing her head off. The park and wait. No, 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 no. A very special place, and uh, it all worked out. Do you visit it it often? No. Recreate the moment? (laughs) They tore that McDonald's down years ago. (laughs) Used to be that old school McDonald's playground that they had. Did you say the parking lot outside the Fight Club? Fight Club, like outside the Octagon, or no, like no, like that, outside a chicken. Is that fight? where they used to where the guy was getting in a fight in that movie? I only saw part of that movie. I didn't see the whole movie. You've only seen part of every movie. I know. Is that is that because you're just flipping around on TV? Is that why? Maybe, yeah. Um, I don't walk out of movies. I, I can't remember. How walking. did, how did Fight asleep. Club come up? What I fell are we asleep talking during about? Well, they were fighting in a parking lot, weren't they? You proposed in a parking lot. What does that have to do with fighting? I was making a joke. I'm out of parking lots. I'm out of parking lots, too. I'm really confused. They paved paradise and put up a parking lot. <laughs> and why would it be so? Hmm. Was there a big yellow taxi? <laughs> no. No. Is it someplace you weren't supposed to be? No. Disneyland no, parking no, lot. No, no. 
Lagoon. This is, this is fantastic. I'm it's awful, I, actually. I'm glad I haven't told you. Uh, Are you ashamed? Is no, that why you're not telling us? I'm not us? ashamed at all. It's just private. What private. if I text Lisa? No, no, don't do that. Because she'd uh, tell me. She might. Because <laughs> she'd tell me. All the dollar like Gordon lot. just picks up his phone. Are you texting her right now? Don't tell those yes, guys. He but yes, he is. Darn right I am. I'll text faster. Yeah, do that. Let's call her. <laughs> Pick up the phone, Austin. Let's give her a buzz. Let's give her a jingle. <laughs> Gordon, don't text me. That Don't text while you're on the show. That's rude. <laughs> Quit uh, distracting. Why are you so ashamed? That's what we've got to find. We've got to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> uh, Bowling alley. No. <laughs> she sent me to voice. Oh, man. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> All right. Well, th- we were starting out about talking about a Florida State player, but now I just want to know what kind of parking lot it was. It's going to drive me nuts to my dying day. And then I'll come back and haunt you if you don't tell me. We've got a market update coming up next. (laughs) Was it at the stock market? (laughs) No. 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 At a NASCAR race. (laughs) A demolition derby. No. A county fair. No, 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 no. A family reunion? No. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are really creative. I appreciate that. I'm not giving it up. Hmm. A preliminary hearing. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking jail, a police station, that kind of thing. No, I've I've never been to jail. Well, prison's not jail. Prison's prison. I've <laughs> <laughs> never been to prison either. Hmm. All right. Market update coming up next. <laughs> a weird thing Stay to hold tuned. on to. So bizarre. <laughs> Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Ready, 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 ready. 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 Game week for the Utes in the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. After a disappointing loss in the Holy War, the Utes look to rebound as they hit the road to square off against an old Mountain West Conference rival in San Diego State. Catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 4 with a postgame show immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference. Nobody brings you better coverage of youth football. You ready? Yeah! Than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oh, hey, guys. The big show here to tell you about our friends at Trajan Wealth. That's T-R-A-J-A-N, Trajan Wealth. You can check them out online at TrajanWealth.com, Gordon. And uh, I know there were new inflation numbers today. There's so much uncertainty out there. It seems like uh, there's a lot of voices telling you what to do. And uh, you've talked about this for years. It's important to find somebody you trust because when it comes to your financial well-being, no matter what stage in life you're at, you need to have somebody telling you uh, or, or helping you along the way. Just like I told you in the last segment that, uh, that uh, I should have stick, stuck to the plan, you know? That's the thing about uncertainty. You stick to a plan. You come up with a good plan with people who know what they're doing, and then you stay with it. And over the long haul, it works out. It works out regardless of the undulations in the marketplace or in the economy. You make a plan and you go with it. And if you're 20 years old, you're going to be financially secure when you're my age. 
And if you're 40 years old, if you're whatever age you are, start now. Don't put it off and get a plan put in place that will secure your future. I mean, it's worth it. That's the that's bottom line. It's absolutely worth it. And you'll be so glad you did it. So many people don't make any kind of plan. And so it leaves them in a, in a place of vulnerability as their life moves on. And don't find yourself in that. And Gordon place. mentions that plan. They get questions all the time. Uh, what to draw? If you're talking about retirement, what to draw? Where to draw it from? When to draw it? I mean, this is stuff that Trajan does every day. Uh, let them help you plan your strategy. So here's how you get in touch with them. As I mentioned, you can go online, TrajanWealth.com, or call them. They have an office here locally. They're down in Draper. They will help you. 801-899-7600. 801-899-7600. Advisory services through Trajan Wealth LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Estate planning services through Trajan Estate. As Trajan Wealth, 801-899-7600, or go to TrajanWealth.com. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Utes at 50 update. Here's Coach Witt stressing the importance of good leadership after a tough loss to the Cougs. It absolutely is key this week, and the, the leaders need to step up. And where leadership is really needed and where it really comes to the forefront is when you have adversity and challenging times. You don't need a bunch of leadership when everything's going great. And so we absolutely need the leaders to step up this week. My guess is they will respond. Subday brought to you by Rough Tough. They set the industry standard for custom seat covers for cars, trucks, SUVs, and UTVs. Get the best fit seat covers for the make, model, and year of your vehicle and do some business with a Utah company since 1976. Check them out today, roughtough.com. That's roughtough.com. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. Fresh off their win against Utah, BYU welcomes in Arizona State this Saturday for a showdown against the Sun Devils. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. If I could turn back time, if I could find a way, I'd take back those words that'll hurt you, and you'd stay. This one goes back out to my mother, who requested this on a Total Request Tuesday. <laughs> Great Apology lady. song. Great lady. Time for a market update here on The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, uh, brought to you by our friends at Triday Trading. Uh, now anyone can be a day trader. Visit TridayTrading.com. How did the markets do today, Gordon? If I could turn back time, I might make sure that I invested in the right stocks or not uh, on a day like today, because the Dow was off uh, 292 points. This has nothing to do with money. The NASDAQ was off uh, down uh, six, nearly 68 points. Uh, what's 500 bucks, you know? And the S&P was uh, down uh, uh, 25 points. The losses are huge. So Not a great day. Uh, not a, not a, a terrific day. No, not today. But it'll, uh, it'll turn around at some point. 
Austin, which do you enjoy finding drops for more? The good good news or bad news? The bad news. Bad news. I kind of figured. We've met, right? Because yeah. there's more negativity around here. Well, just the, the funny drops are really what I'm, you know. Positive drops aren't really funny. Negative ones are. <laughs> okay. All right, okay. Uh, we will uh, we we will get to more uh, coming up. Uh, don't forget, Mason Wake will join the show at the top of the five o'clock hour. Um, Scott Goldbranson, a Raiders insider, is going to join us at five thirty. We've got DJ and PK, or excuse me, we've got what's going on, including DJ and PK and Hanson Scotty, coming up uh, right around the corner. But right now, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our good friend Andrew Reinhard. Andrew, let's help our listeners who might be struggling a bit in the bedroom. Yeah, if you're out there struggling in the bedroom. Uh, I know about the ripple effect that can take place when a man struggles, Uh, him, his significant other, the relationship, and maybe even overall happiness. The pill is not a good solution. It causes side effects and just treats the symptoms. Wasatch Medical, uh, I believe, is changing the game with wave technology. It's the most studied and proven form backed by 50 studies that opens up and regrows blood vessels. And if you think about it, erectile dysfunction is a blood flow problem. So that's what we're addressing and correcting and helping so many men get back to normal function, turn back the clock, and, of course, eliminate the pill. And stop putting up with those side effects you were alluding to. I mean, it's the guy's been, it's amazing what they've been putting up with for a long, long time. Yeah, they have. And there are no side effects with the technology at Wasatch Medical. It's placed on the skin for about 10 minutes. Gentle pressure waves go into the blood vessels. That's it. You can come in on your lunch break. You leave feeling totally normal. And uh, the only thing you'll notice is more blood flow in the bedroom, where you want it, when you want it. 801-901-8000. That is the number to call. Get on the schedule. Get in there. Talk to the doctor and find out with the, if this is going to be a good fit, plus a lot of other stuff just today for our listeners. That's right. Today's Tuesday, and we do have a unique offer that is valuable, not just the assessment and exam plus blood flow ultrasound being free, but uh, tune-up treatments are included. So if you notice that results fade down the road, we'll retreat you free so we can make the results lasting. Uh, that's good today only. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. More Big Show coming up next. What's going on? Straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. After their emotional win against the Utes, BYU welcomes in another Pac-12 opponent as Arizona State rolls into Lavelle Edwards Stadium this Saturday. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday at 6 with a postgame show immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.